Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1006, air date December 27th, 2021. Hello, everyone. Uh, good afternoon. We're live on Instagram, also on YouTube, Facebook, where else? Twitch and our own VA Shiva Live uh, TV. So we're going to wait until people join. Um, I think for some people, it's a vacation still today. But we're going to be talking today about a topic which I think is central to a lot of the confusion that uh, is taking place uh, uh, with people. And I've done a, a number of posts, as you may have known, over the last 24 hours, uh, really uh, talking about this Biden-Trump theater that we're seeing. Um, for the last four or five years, we've been uh, manipulated to think that uh, these two guys are on different sides of the fence. But in fact, what we're going to talk about today um, is to really talk about how these two fellows really serve the same master. And again, many of you know that I uh, never voted in my life, uh, was highly critical of the uh, left wing of the Democratic Party for most of my life, as well as the right wing. Um, the first time I ever voted in my life was for Trump, uh, gave him money, uh, worked for him, was a loyal supporter. But the reality is, as uh, the facts have unfolded, it is undeniable that both these individuals serve the same establishment. And we're going to talk about it in the context of big pharma. We're going to share with you some facts. So the opportunity for everyone here is to go beyond this left-right narrative. I posted it. We want to encourage anyone to call in. Um, John has a, uh, we'll start, don't put the call in yet, John, but I'm going to share with you a little bit of the background and then we're going to open up my phone, which I'm going to share with everyone and people can call in. Uh, I have my personal cell phone. Uh, as many of you know, I'm pretty transparent, uh, encouraging people to call in, but we're going to have a discussion today about um, breaking from this left-right narrative. And we want everyone to share their insights and their wisdom. Um, if you really think um, you know, Biden is just a dope. Or if you think, um, as the grifter Candace Owens thought that Trump is too old and he can't do research, um, whatever your opinion is, call in. But we really want to have not only this discussion about what's going on, but more importantly, we want to talk about what is to be done. Um, you have enough uh, people out there critiquing, critiquing, critiquing. But as you know, um, you can check down below. We have a, a link to truthfreedomhealth.com. Um, my view is that we need to build a bottoms-up movement that goes beyond left and right. And that's why most of my life's been dedicated to. But um, this is really about not me. It's not about Biden. It's not about Trump. It's not about Obama. It's not about any of these individuals. It's about really you uh, deciding whether you want to fight for you. That's what it's really about. If you want to fight for you, then you have to move to a different state of consciousness. You have to figure out how we build a movement. But if you don't want to fight for you and you think that Trump or Biden or Obama or the next whatever, uh, you know, uh, DeSantis is going to fight for you, then that's a different path. But history shows something quite different, which we te teach in our course, that it has been through mass movements. It's been through working people uniting that has, in fact, ever gotten any anyone anything. So 
Um, before I go to that, I want to, first of all, review with you uh, stuff that I've been talking about for the last four years. Um, one of the important things uh, we're going to consider is Pfizer here. So let me let me show you some statistics on Pfizer right here. If you remember, probably three or four, three years ago, I started tracking Pfizer's revenue and have been um, sharing this with you. But if you look at this number right here, you can see that the over the last 10 years, look at the most revenue that Pfizer made. And you can see right here is around um, 65 billion. That was in 2010. And they've been their revenue has been eroding, you know, pretty drastically. In 2020, they made 41 billion. So that's nearly a $25 billion drop in revenue. So here's one of the biggest uh, pharmaceutical uh, giants in the world. And what you can see is that their revenue, that their uh, incredible revenue from 65 billion up until 2020, it's gone down to um, nearly, um, what, what do we say, 41 billion, okay? So it's they've, they've lost 24 billion, 25 billion in revenue. Let's use 25 billion. So just consider that. Now, most people, uh, until I brought this up, if I went into a room of a thousand people and I said, how many people think big pharma is doing well? Everyone would raise their hands thinking they're doing great. Maybe two people out of the 1,000. But our movement has consistently been exposing the truth, teaching people that big pharma's revenue, Pfizer's, uh, as a case in point, has been going down. Okay, why? Why? The, re the reason they've been going down is because the way that they build drugs, and, and remember, a drug is not an herb. It's not a set, a whole bunch of vitamins put together. A drug is a single molecule compound, typically, okay? What is a single molecule compound? It is basically a compound that's not, frankly, found in nature that pharmaceutical companies synthesize, and they have libraries of around 60,000 of them. And the way they get a product out to market is they take these molecules and they test them initially in a test tube for some disease like cancer or Alzheimer's. And that's called in vitro testing where they put it in a test tube. And if they see something positive occurring, they'll go raise 50, $60 million. And in a place like Cambridge where we are, they'll go raise a ton of money and they'll get lab space. And then they'll start killing a bunch of animals for three or four more years. And that's called in vivo testing, okay? So it takes them about six years to even figure out that molecule drug, that single molecule, if it worked in the test tube, it will work on animals. And if it doesn't kill too many animals, what's called, and they determine that through what's called toxicology studies, then they go to the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration of the U United States, and they file for what's called an IND, an investigational new drug filing. And an IND typically it's tens of thousands of paperwork. You have to have a medical officer, you have to have a toxicologist, and you file this paperwork, and you're trying to convince the FDA that this drug that you've tested now for six years in a test tube and in a in a in a in an animal, that you want to go test it on humans. And that's called phase one testing. Okay. And phase one testing is typically where you test it on small groups of humans. And if that succeeds, then you go to phase two and then phase three. And each point you're going to larger and larger number of humans. If after, and typically takes 13 years, if that single molecule drug makes it after those 13 years, then you get FDA approval, allowance uh, to take it to market and you can sell it on the market. Now, remember a single drug, the day that they discover it in that test tube, 
they patent it. Patent life is only 20 years. Now, if it takes 13 years to get that drug to market, you only have seven years left in patent, okay? That means in seven years, you have to recoup all of your 13 years in investment, okay? Everyone following this? So the drug development process is an extremely expensive process. It's an extremely uh, medieval process. They basically are shooting in the dark, all these molecules. If something works, then they rationally try to explain it. And you have to understand, I know this well, because you know I came out of the department of MIT called the Department of Biological Engineering, my PhDs in the field. I created a technology called Cytosolve. My initial goal was pharma would probably want to use this to save all those animals' lives and reduce the cost, but they frankly don't because they're moving in a locomotive model in this, in this singular model, which frankly makes some money as long as they can convince the FDA to get the uh, drugs through. But what's been happening over the last 10 or 15 years is even the FDA is not allowing pharmaceutical drugs to market because of the significant side effects. And so pharma companies have been have been trying have been running around with like chickens with their heads cut off trying to figure out the next big thing that they can do because they they're not finding enough new molecules that even the FDA will allow, okay? And so what you're seeing here, this this is the documented evidence of that as a company called Pfizer, they went from 61 billion down to sorry, 65 billion down to 41 billion, about a $25 billion loss in revenue. Their old drugs like, like Lipitor are going off label, right? Which means they no longer have patent protection. So big pharma, this multi-trillion dollar industry has been tanking, okay? And this is something that Fucker Carlson, sorry, Sucker Carlson won't talk about, okay? I hate that guy because he's such an opportunist, okay? You won't see this on, on uh, CNN. You won't see it everywhere because they're all taking in pharma's advertising. They don't wanna talk about the disaster pharma has been undergoing, okay? That's the first point. So as many of you know, that once you understand that point, we're gonna then talk about Trump's role in all of this. And I'm gonna share with you evidence, the actual evidence, Trump talked a bullshit game that he wanted to clamp down on pharma, but guess what? I'll share with you the facts that on his own inauguration, just three months later after he said that, he raked in about a, a, a million dollars, the most that any healthcare company gave to him in uh, funding donations for his own inauguration. And guess what? Sleepy Joe Biden, supposedly, you know, who's so anesthetized, he doesn't know what's going on. And just like Trump, who apparently doesn't know how to do research according to the grifter Candace Owens, Biden also took in a million bucks. Okay, first 59th inaugural. So both Tweedledee and Tweedledum, both jab clowns did that, all right? And what you're gonna see shortly is the explosive growth in Pfizer's revenue that I'll share with you, okay? And now both Biden and Trump are appreciating each other and praising each other, including Fauci's praising Trump, okay? So if you don't get this and you want to try to keep defending this left-right bullshit, and you want to keep defending Trump, he may be a nice guy. He gave me a bunch of nice gifts when I met with him, okay? That's all irrelevant. But if you don't want to look at things as they are, then you probably want to be misled and want to be in this WWE fighting. But what we're going to talk about today is what is to be done. I'm going to 
Come back, I'm gonna share with you some very, very powerful graphs and charts. But the most important thing we need to do is we need to get our head out of our ass. And a lot of people come to our movement are not only getting it out, getting it out, but they're also recognizing we need to build a bottoms up movement. And, but once you realize that you have to fight for you, then you have to figure out how do you fight? In order to do that, we have to build, we have to first of all have a scientific understanding of how movements are built. No different than if you wanted to build an airplane, you need to have a scientific understanding of how planes fly, called Bernoulli's principle. No different than if you wanted to build a motor, you need to have a scientific understanding of Maxwell's equations. But for some reason, when it comes to politics, people think you just sort of vote for Tweedledee or Tweedledum, and they're gonna change stuff. But the history of life, the history of human advancement shows it has been when you, when working people got together and they fought for their rights. But over the last many years, we have learned through the science of systems, there's a book back there called System and Revolution, that there is a physics, there is a science, and my life's been dedicated to figuring this out because of my own journey. And that is what we're doing this movement called Truth, Freedom, and Health. So I'm gonna share with you very shortly all the details of how Trump and Biden serve the same master, Big Pharma. But before I do that, um, John's gonna play a quick video, which I always do for, for new people, so you can all learn why we need to build a movement. Go ahead, John. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with is a part of this movement. We're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics. 
and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy. Scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up his own quote-unquote people and that's where we're at so these four concepts I've built into a curriculum people can go to vashiva.com and it's an educational program we need to train people in political theory you need to have physics and I've created that curriculum people need to get educated we need to get educated fast and within a half an hour an hour I can teach people two years of MIT control systems I teach people those concepts then I apply it anyone can understand it and then you say oh I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom and health and they can find it on V as in Victor A Shiva, vashiva.com so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, so I hope that was helpful. So that video really shares with you sort of the foundations of, of the movement that we're building. But most importantly, what this movement is about is about you. You know, when, if you look at the arc of human history, when, the, when 1776 took place, it was the first time that humans got the opportunity to exercise their right uh, to speak freely, right? what we call the ability to share information, movement of information. Um, this was profound. And then the right to bear arms and a whole bunch of Bill of Rights. This had never occurred before in human history. And those rights were significant because the American working class, starting from that point, became the tip of the spear of a global movement for freedom. And that movement, ever since that took place, those in power have uh, been extremely afraid of that movement. So if you look at, for example, the the uh, the British elite, the royal family, for example, the handful of people, frankly, at that point were running the world, they started exercising everything they, they could do uh, in the counter-revolution to take that down. So it was a British 
in, in, uh, in 1812 who burned down the White House. It was the British Empire which got uh, the world involved in World War I because they were so uh, afraid uh, that Germany was coming up. And I've, I've ta talked about this in videos and so on. So this concept of divide and rule has been part of the elite's fundamental way of dividing and destroying the gains that came out of those Bill of Rights. And what we're witnessing right now and has been going on is that part of this effort is to divide people into left and right, a fake division, Republican and Democrat. And the elites have gotten very, very clever at playing theater. And you need to understand that many of these people who are today in politics um, were either wanted to be in Hollywood or are just professional liars. You can look at Biden. I mean, it's just a history of lies saying he had three or four degrees, that he graduated top of the class, that he went to Afghanistan. Trump wanted to be a producer in Hollywood. He was an apprentice. Uh, you can look at most of these grifters that are around on social media. None of them have, frankly, any skills. They really have no skills, um, but they somehow became social media uh, stars. Candace Owens, for example, John, wasn't she into doxing? Yeah, she, she, was, she literally made a doxing site to quote unquote anti-bullying. Right, so she started a doxing site for anti-bullying. Then she leveraged Kanye West, did Blexit. Then they had a, uh, a kerfuffle. But you have to understand these people actually have no real jobs, okay? Um, they have no skills. And so you, we need to recognize that why are we following these morons? But more importantly, we need to recognize whether they're nice people or good people, that's really not the issue. The issue is that they're essentially playing out theater and they play out this theater to take advantage of you. And they never really want you to understand the actual dynamics. So let's go back and look at the facts that I promised to look at, okay? So uh, those of you on Instagram, you should be able to see the screen, but let's first of all, uh, begin with understanding something quite important here that if you really look at, as I mentioned, the uh, pharmaceutical revenue, um, I think I meant, where'd that go? Yeah, so what I mentioned earlier was that pharma's revenue has been tanking, right? Pfizer's revenue was 65 billion in 2010, and in 2020, it's dropped down to 21 billion, uh, 41 billion. So just keep that in mind. A company's revenue over 10 years has dropped down by nearly 25 billion, okay? Now, Trump claimed that he was going to be this big fighter against big pharma, right? Well, the, and in fact, here's an interesting article on this. Let me bring this up so you, you all can see. It says, with drug costs and crosshairs, health firms have generously, uh, gave generously to Trump's campaign. So that was in April of 2017. And what you can see here is, again, it looks like Candace Owens is the idiot who doesn't know how to do any research because she's completely forgiving Trump, yet she doesn't do her own research acting like, oh, Trump doesn't know anything about, you know, what's going on with the Jabeens. He just doesn't know. Well, Candace Owens needs her viewers. So she plays this ridiculous game acting stupid. Okay. Well, if she just did a quick uh, bunch of searches on the FEC site. She'd see something very easy to understand. If you go to the FEC site and here's the site and you simply type in on the site, Pfizer. Okay. This is, by the way, what I'm looking at is the FEC's site. You see right here, this is the 58th Presidential Inaugural Committee. If I type in Pfizer, it'll go right to there. So Pfizer Inc. right here, you can see, gave, zoom, zoom it out a little bit, gave, um, there's Google also, all right, 
find it here again. There's Pfizer. So if you notice, Pfizer gave right here, if you can see it, I can bring it up here. Maybe I need to zoom in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Pfizer gave the Trump campaign uh, $1 million. Okay. Right there. $1 million. Okay. And that was for his inaugural committee. So if you are so against Big Pharma and you claim that you're a fighter against them, why do you take in a million dollars for your inaugural committee? Okay. $1 million. Okay. So that anyone can find. And that was in 20 uh, um, for the 2017 inauguration. All right. Now, what did Biden do? Was Biden any different? Well, let's go look at that. All right. And you will see the commonality of both of these actors. Okay. So, so this is uh, Pfizer. As you can see here, it says Pfizer unions, others donated 61.8 million for Biden's inaugural. By the way, just to let everyone know, Trump actually took in one of the record number from corporate donations, about 103 million. All right. Biden actually took in about 40 million less. But if you also go and we look at the FEC schedule right here, let me bring it up here. Um, and we again type in Pfizer here, a little bit slow, but we'll find out this is the donations and there we'll see, oops, Pfizer. So Pfizer right here also gave Biden $1 million on 1-2021, okay? Right there, all right? So both gentlemen, both Trump and Biden, both guys, one who claims he's against big pharma, that's his shtick, right? took in a million bucks. It's not like you took a principal stand. Hey, I'm going to be independent. And Biden took in a million bucks. Okay. And what did Trump deliver for his $1 million to big pharma? And by the way, Amgen, others also donated to both campaigns. Well, Trump executed Operation Warp Speed. Him and Meadows got the FDA to let go of safety standards even the FDA was saying, hey, wait a minute, we need to do more testing. And again, the blind Trumpers will say, oh, Trump had to do that because of this and this. And this is something you'll see among abuse victims. Abuse victims constantly come up with excuses for their abusers, okay? The liberal elites do this for Hillary Clinton, and the, you know, the, the same thing occurs on the right. Both people seem to not get this fundamental view that the left and right are united. And you're seeing it right here. Both of these actors, both of these people who are selected, both took a million bucks in from Pfizer. Now, what do they deliver? Well, we all know Trump gave pharma operation warp speed, okay? But here what you see is, most recently, everyone's probably seen this, right? Trump very appreciative of Biden's praise for operation warp speed. So now both guys, are praising each other, okay? Both Trump and Biden are high-fying each other, all right? And it gets even more interesting because if you actually look at Pfizer's 2021 revenue, look at this. And I predicted this early this year. Pfizer's revenue prediction soared to 82 billion for 2021. Let me just repeat this again. So just consider what I'm saying. Pfizer's revenue was only 41 billion in 2020. It had dropped from 65 billion down to 41 billion. But in one year, in one year, Pfizer has made all the revenue, double that revenue. So they made, they got their 41 billion from last year, but they got another 41 billion. 
Pfizer has made $82 billion. Just think about that. That's a 100% growth in revenue. Unbelievable revenue growth. I don't even know any other company who's ever done that that well. So Big Pharma was tanking. Trump comes in, delivers them Operation Warp Speed, and Biden delivers the mandates. You see, so don't be fooled and say, well, one guy's pro-mandate and the other guy's against mandate. No, one guy said everyone should embrace a vaccine. Both of them have said that. Trump has said in his Fox News interview, everyone should embrace this vaccine. And Biden said the same thing. But one gives you the carrot and the other gives you the stick. You see, half of America voted for Trump and the other half voted for Biden. And the half that voted for Trump, the issue is the people who voted for Trump are more Trump than Trump, okay? And that's how Trump takes advantage of them. The people who voted for Trump are more anti-establishment than Trump. Trump is not anti-establishment. Trump is part of the establishment. He took in money from Pfizer. Biden took in money from Pfizer. They're both praising each other. They're both telling you that the only way to advance immunity is through the Jabin. Neither of them are talking about anything about real public health. None of them are really talking about 35, 38% of kids in this country are obese. No one is talking about the fact that the number one source of death is adverse drug reactions and what occurs when you go into a hospital, both of those combined. None of those are ever discussed. None of them are talking about the that the lifespan today of a person growing up today is less than the previous generation for the first time. They don't really want to talk about public health. So if you want to keep defending either wing of the establishment, left or right, then you really have to recognize that what you're saying is, I want to be a slave. But if you want to move beyond that and you want to fight for you, then you have to ask the fundamental question, how do you do that? And we'll talk about that. What is to be done? And history shows as our movement, the only movement that, first of all, has created a scientific system that we teach every Monday, the only movement that is, has its own infrastructure, so we don't rely on big tech, the only movement that brings together a community of people and teaches you how to get on the ground and get active. That's what needs to be done. As we head into 2022, anyone who keeps thinking that any of these parties are gonna do anything, we all know that these elections are selections. We know that they do not care about real public health. They serve one master. And you can see the facts are right before us. Pfizer is going to make $82 billion in revenue this year, $42 billion more than they did last year. So the amount of revenue that they lost, $25 billion, they're going to increase their revenue. All that loss that they have, they're going to boost it by three or four X. And I predicted this. If you remember, go watch my videos. I said that Pfizer's revenue is going to grow up by $40 billion this year alone. And it's time that we start listening to people who actually know some science, who actually know some engineering. It's time we start listening to people who are working people. It's time that you let go of dumbass billionaires and dumbass liars like Biden and actors like Trump. But if you want to keep following them, go for it. See where it gets you. But if you want to build a movement, then you need to go study the science of systems. We need to start talking about how we build that movement and what infrastructure we need. Because it is only a movement that is gonna deliver us real freedom. It is Trump who signed, who extended the Patriot Act. It is Trump who created the Cybersecurity Information Security Act. And it is Obama who signed some of the other bills. You see, they all work together. So if you think these two clowns 
left or right, Democrat or Republican or two different camps, you're out of your mind. The reality is that working people over the last 50 years have been screwed in this country. And the essence of this screwing is to destroy the Bill of Rights and to destroy the American working class, who's been the tip of the spear of the movement for truth, freedom and health globally. And so we're at a very critical point in not only world history, but American history. And that's why the slogan of our movement is workers unite, which is not a communist slogan. That's the bullshit that the right wing did. So the left wing could control the unions. So you don't build a bottoms up movement. So John, let's put in the call in number. So we're, we want to take in some calls. You can call, call, call in at 617-631-6874. And let's have a discussion about what we need to do and really recognize that we need to move beyond left and right. So let's take some calls. 617-631-6874. Is that my right? Is that the right number? <laughs> I think it is. Okay. So will we wait, wait for people to call? Here we go. We got someone from New York. Hello, Dr. Shiva speaking. Who is this? Hello? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. This is Dr. Shiva. Hey, how you doing, Dr. Shiva? Good. What do you got? What's your question? Um, my question is on the whole Trump thing. Can you speak a little louder? Can you speak? Can you speak a little louder? Yeah, you hear me better? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my whole question is, I'm calling from New York, by the way, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah, my question is, um, I'm with you on the whole Trump thing. The whole, you know, it's two sides to the same coin. And we all have to do something ourselves. But there's also talks about, you know, I'm a, I'm a veteran. Hey, John. So I see the, the other side of people saying, you know, there's a military operation happening. And he can't really disclose what's happening, being the commander in chief. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah. That's a great question. Thank you. Um, great question. So let me answer that. Okay. Um, okay. So this is a, a um, I'm going to take someone else also. Well, I'm going to get next person. Okay. Um, okay. So let's, let's talk about that. So um, some people say uh, Trump is playing ninth dimensional chess. You know, um, we don't know what's going on. The military is in power. Trump signed these executive orders, right, John? Yeah. Right before he left, he signed these executive orders and that, um, that the military is also working all this stuff on the background. That's why we all should just shut the fuck up because we don't know what's really going on. Right. And that some brilliant plan is in play. Right. Okay. Let's assume that's true. Let's assume that is true. Okay. Which I don't believe is true. Okay. Uh, and let's assume Trump is some amazing actor that he's doing this act and all this stuff is just one big theater play that Trump is doing on the behalf of the working people of this country. Well, the question that I have for you is, is that what you want to rely on? God gave you a brain. God gave you discernment. God gave you wisdom to use your brain. If you believe that's true, fine. But the de does that mean we don't do what history has actually shown has always worked for advancing our freedom, our truth, and our health, which has been mass movements, people organizing independently? So my response to that is, you can believe that. Believe that all day you want. You know, Believe that until... Um, for four years, people believe that, right? The, the Q plan, that trust the plan. And next week, Hillary's going to be jailed. Next week, something's going to happen. Next week, nothing happened. But if you want to believe the Q nonsense, 
go for it. But you can still believe that and still build a movement. If that happens, great, it's icing on the cake. But building a movement is a real insurance policy, not hopium. So that's my answer to that. But I, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. But if you want to believe that, you can believe that, but also build a movement for truth, freedom, and health, which is a bottoms up movement. Let's take the next call. Hello, Dr. Shiva speaking. Are you calling from Denmark? Yes, hello. I'm calling you from Copenhagen in Denmark. How are you? Good. Speak a little louder so everyone can hear you. My name is Greg, and I'm calling you from Copenhagen in Denmark. Great. Go ahead, Greg. Oh, I just want to. Is that, am I talking to Dr. Shiva right now? Yes, this is, yeah. So you're, you're live. So please ask your question or your comment. Well, Dr. Shiva, thank you so much. It's, it's, a, it's a complete honor, really. I have to say this, but very quickly because I know you're very busy. The whole structure of this, I understand completely what's going on right now with regards to Trump and Biden. I've completely woke it up myself. But isn't the, the, the focus of this movement also on teaching where and how this thing has started, not only from a, a pseudo vaccine, but also when everything started yes. to try to teach the people how to do this, how to understand everything? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, look, I think the goal is... We want to, it's not just looking at Trump and Biden, right? You're bringing up an important point. That's just, we're looking yeah. at like, you know, uh, you know, if you're looking at a long movie, you're just looking at the last two minutes of the movie, right? We want to understand the entire yeah. script here. This has been a long process that goes back a long time. You know, you go back, the history of humankind has been trying to fight for freedom from the time of, you know, the pyramids, right? And that march of history one of the important points was in when the American Revolution took place and people were given the Bill of Rights. I'm not talking about Americans as a nation. I'm talking about human beings overall. That was a profound event that took place. And over those last 250 years, those in power who were forced to give those rights have been wanting to, have been struggling very, very hard to take away all those rights because the American working class and the world working class in many ways was inspired by those rights. In the 1900s, for example, if you look, the Indian working class, the Russian working class, the Italian working class, the French, all over the world. And they advanced those rights by building these bottoms up movements. And it was in the 1950s and 70s that those movements, the elites got together to crush those movements. And that's the situation we're at. We're at the end of a long process. I think that's the point you're saying that's been going on for a long period, which is to erode people's rights. One of the important well, things- we agree though, we, we agree though that, the, that the, uh, uh, the constitution is probably the most, probably the best pieces of, of documents ever created. I mean, I mean, I live in Denmark. We don't have those types of documents. Yeah, but definitely. But it must be really amazing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's why I'm saying if you look at, when I, I've been, if you notice the last couple of months, I've been doing these discussions on unraveling the British empire, the, the families of Britain. And I don't mean the British people, right? The British people also struggle against the British empire, yes. but it is the British empire and those families under a monarchy, which ruled the world. And people think that, you know, the queen of England is just some titular function. She still rules that with an iron fist. Parliament is actually the titular function. So what we've seen is the domestic censorship infrastructure we discovered in our lawsuit, which by the way, Trump helped to create, right? 
All of that was put together originally in London, brought here in, in, at Harvard. So we have governments of the world and big tech, which have become one. And the only way out of this is for us to build a movement. But to your other point, if you go look the one uh, year right before this quote unquote pandemic in 2019, you will see massive protests were taking place all over the world. Massive. Just go yeah. Google 2019. You'll see protests in China, protests in Bolivia, protests in, uh, you know, France. Even in Europe, things are happening. Even in Europe, things are happening. Romania, Italy, right. they're not showing anything. They're, they're not showing anything, but it's happening right now. Right. Massive, massive, massive uh, protests. Yeah. So I think, I think one of the things is that these movements are not going to advance without a fundamental basis of recognizing the left and right are one. We can't afford to make mistakes. The other thing we're not going to... But I'm looking forward to coming to you. I'm looking forward to come to one of your... your I've been invited now on, on, the, on, on, the, on during, at the end of this week to one of your uh, shows that you're going to do through um, uh, through Zoom. And I'm looking forward for that. Yes. And I support you all the way. Lots of great. Respect, lots of respect great to have you. Yeah. So, so what... Thank you from Denmark. So what we're talking about is we're not going to build a movement without having a fundamental theoretical basis, the science. And that's the science of systems. And I'll talk more about that. Let's take our next call. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Who do we have? Sam in Nebraska. Hey, Sam, how are you? Great. Merry Christmas, sir. How are you? Merry Christmas to you. Good. So we so we have you live. We got a bunch of people listening. So what's your question or your Great. comment? Uh, my question to you, sir, is uh, how do you feel about the possibility of uh, conventions of states to, uh, you know, help ratify the Constitution? Is that a possibility or am I crazy? I'll hang up and listen. God bless you, sir. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, so so there's the there's a number of people who are well, very well-meaning constitutionalists. Um, hold on one second. Hold on one second. I'll bring you on shortly. I'm just um, answering one question, okay? Okay. Um, so a number of people who are... Um, in a good way, uh, support the Constitution, are wanting to bring together this convention of states. Look, all of these are very positive movements. Uh, people are thinking uh, in the right direction, which means against the existing state structure. But one of the things we need to recognize is nothing can happen, whatever the end goals, without building a movement. Okay? And it's important to understand what a movement is. It is what the word means. It's a movement of people. Enough people moving in the right direction, in a direction which breaks from the left and the right and which recognizes that it is when working people move and do not comply, that is when significant change has ever taken place. So for example, if you go back to the night, one of the things we teach in our course at, at, on Truth, Freedom and Health every Monday evenings is if you go back and study the late 1800s in this country, it was the American working class led by women who advanced these movements during the change of the agrarian era to the industrial era when working conditions were so horrible in this country. And it was in 1886 when four American workers were hanged for fighting for the eight hour workday, which has by the way, been wiped out of US history. Most people who take history class don't even know this. And it was a world working class who commemorated those four American workers and they called it May Day. It was later than, you know, branded as a communist holiday. And this is a way that the left and the right have worked together. But the bottom line, it was those working class movements that really led to advancement of infrastructure and public health in this country. 
It was those movements which inspired people in Russia and in India to fight. So one of the fundamental things we need to understand is it is these movements that have always advanced history. And the only way that we get to build a movement is to first of all recognize you need to build a movement. And it's not going to come from Trump or Biden. It's not going to come from these politicians. They are at the end of a process. They watch which way the wind blows, okay? And if the wind's blowing in this direction, they may do something, okay? But they're not, they do, do not lead anything. As we just showed you, both Trump and Biden, both were funded by Big Pharma, both for their inaugurations, and they both delivered for Big Pharma handsomely. Go ahead. What's your question? Hello? Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Go ahead. So please share your comment. Go ahead. So my question is... You have to speak a little bit louder if you can. Hold on, go ahead. Yep. Uh, so the question I have is, what do you think is the main reason why the vaccines are being pushed this hard? Yeah, so it's a great question. Okay, so the question is, why is the jab being pushed this hard? So let's, so, so you will hear various things on the internet, right? We will hear things like a depopulation agenda, right? We will hear that it's you know connected to 5G, right? A whole bunch of things. Now, as a scientist and an engineer who studies this, I haven't had, frankly, uh, the primary research to or, or the time to really go study that. But what I have had the time to study, that the big elephant in the room that I can say definitively is the following. That again, if you go back and you look at the long arc of human history, it is truly about freedom versus slavery. And what I mean by that is that those in power, the small set of people did not like giving people the freedom of speech. Do you understand what I'm saying? They didn't like yeah. giving people the right to bear arms, okay? Just think about it. Prior to 1776, there was no other working class group on the planet which had the freedom of speech. In fact, in, even in England today, there is no freedom of speech. Okay, they don't have the First Amendment. So, so when that event took place, right, that was like a bomb went off. And it was the inspiration that led to movements later on in the 1900s. So ever since that time, those in power want power, profit and control. So the peak of that was what occurred in 1970, because the working class movements in the United States of the 1900s is the reason we got anything in public health. If you go look in 1900 and you take an infectious uh, disease like measles, it was about what, four, 14 out of 100,000 people, right? Were dying of measles. But by 1945, 18 years before the measles vaccine came, 99% of measles mortality was brought down. Were you aware of that? Yeah. Okay. So the reason that was brought down was during the period of 1900 to that period, American working people rose up in this country. There was going to be a revolution in this country, which no one talks about. And the Democrats and Republicans were forced to give reforms to those movements to make sure people didn't overthrow the elites in this country. And it was one of those reforms was infrastructure, elimination of child labor, right? Hygiene, sanitation. And that's what really brought down, that's what really increased health. But ever since then, during 1940 to 1970, that's, by the way, when the American economy really grew because of infrastructure. But in the 1950s, those in power said, holy shit, 
we can never have people bottoms up rising up. So they, the McCarthy era's job was to cut the legs off the workers' movements. And what they did is they scared the hell out of everyone, saying, if you say workers unite, you must be capital C communists from Russia. And therefore, the Democrats, the left, took over all of the unions and they controlled things top down. So by the 1970s, left and right had united to basically not do any strikes. So during 1900 to 1970, there were close to 11,000 strikes in the United States, close to 100 million people participated. That's when people, the economy grew, people had a lot of sustenance. But during 1970 till today, the march of the elites has been to destroy workers' movements. And what we have now is, I think in the last, during that period, 1970 today, there may be 900 strikes, maybe 3 million people participated. So this long march, what we've seen over the last two years with Brexit, because that's Britain is, the British Empire's consolidating power is back to the good old days. And that is massive censorship. And the Jabin or the, the vaccination model is not just about the vaccine. It's really about slavery. It's really about exercising power, profit, and control. Think about what this means. You, you need a vaccine passport, right? You need uh, to, uh, you can't say what you think about it from a scientist standpoint, even though I have a PhD at MIT, right? And I do research. This is, I'm considered one of the leading guys on the immune system. I have to be careful what I say. Think about the attack on science, the attack on freedom, and the attack on health. So this is fundamentally uh, about slavery. That's what this is about. It's not just about the jab. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that kind of answers the, partly the question, but there is a deeper element to this that I, I feel like maybe, I don't know if you're avoiding or do you not know completely about, but I'm, I'm talking about, we're talking about the elites of this world. We, you know, you call them the cabal. They have an agenda. Mm -hmm. Do you? Well, do yeah, you yes. Back, yeah, so are you talking? layers to the onion. Yeah, so are you talking the, about I depopulation? Mean, the core of it. Are you talking about depopulation? Well, that's part of it. Yeah. Right? Because if you go to Bill Gates and you go to uh, Ted Turner and you go to the, the, these guys of, uh, you were eugenic, eugenics back in, uh, like Bill Gates' uh, father. Was he not a eugenist? Well, look, he, he was part of the uh, he, Planned Parenthood. He, so they 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 think the world cannot sustain the population that we are causing global warming. That's part of it, right? They want depopulation. Yeah. So so the way I look at it is I look at it in a, from a systems way. I look at all of this. So if you take a business, right? right. Imagine the elites are running a business. Okay. Um, yeah. What what do you do for a living? I install nurse call systems in nursing homes. Oh, okay. But is it your own business or do you do it for somebody else? I do it for someone else. Okay. So th the guy that you work for, right? He's got what's called uh, a profit and loss sheet, right? So he's got revenue that comes in. Let's say he makes $100,000, $200,000 a year, right? Yeah. Top line. Then he's got expenses, okay? Which includes your salary, right? And then he gets yeah. profit, right? So revenue minus expenses leads to profit, okay? So just think about it really simply. The elites are running a business, okay? At one time, their expenses were very low. You know why? They just had slavery, right? You didn't have to pay 
the, the pharaohs didn't have to really pay wages, did they, to the slaves? They just had to keep them no, in bondage. But they, but they never really went away, if you think about it, because, I mean, we think of the the richest the, the, the richest person in this world as being what? I mean, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. Maybe, maybe there's probably people, the richest, there's probably people right? much more wealthier than that. You know, the Catholic Church well, owns land the size of all of France. So how many trillions yeah, is that so worth? Does, yeah. So does the Queen. She owns one sixth of all the land in the world. I, I, I can believe that if, if that's what you say. But I think yeah, if we look, just look, look at it. Look it up. So I, that's what I'm saying. We think we have, like you said, we got uh, we have Trump and Biden. And we, you know, a lot of people think they're the problems. But like you said, it goes deeper. They have handlers and then those have handlers. But it goes it goes back to bloodlines that have gone and they just hide in the background we're talking about the rothschilds um definitely yeah so 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 right? we and, and if you look at them they already have all the world now vanguard and blackrock and vanguard are probably the two biggest corporations in this world right yeah so i've seen BlackRock, these diagrams they own, they own everything right now blackrock's the public company so we can see who owns all those companies now vanguard owns the most now vanguard is not a public company it's a private so we don't know who owns who owns vanguard and but vanguard owns the most right so so why don't you so vanguard. i have a bunch of other people calling and so what's your main point so the main point is if you just if people go out and look, look up freemasons and illuminati you can call me crazy these these rich elite families believe in that once you find out what they believe in it makes sense of what they're doing now now what you said about slavery yes because that's how they They've controlled and, and sucked money out. Right. They have an agenda. Right. Look at their agenda. It makes sense of what's going on, and it just paints a, a, a yep. picture. Well, well, look. Now, I learned all this stuff about a year ago. So, anyway, I know you got No, no. I, I think you're making a good point, but thank you. Um, thank you very much. So, hello. This is Dr. Shiva. Who is this? This is Dan from Minnesota. Hey, Dan. Can you just wait one second? I just want to and I'll sure. bring, bring you on. So, I think the earlier caller. So, We've had, um, you know, people uh, on the internet will post some, you know, this very deep analysis of these bloodlines and families and deep, that's all wonderful. The issue is, what do we do about it, okay? The reality is from time immemorial, from the time, as I keep saying, you go back to the Egyptian pyramids, that think about it simply. Otherwise, we have a lot of people who get into the web of this but they don't talk about what we do today, right? Part of our discussion today is looking at the theater of Trump and Biden, discussing it, but also to talk about what is to be done. The reality is those in power have wanted just slavery, right? If they could get away with um, making the world run by slaves that they don't have to pay anything to, and that's part of the AI game, right? If you can convert everything to silicon-based creatures and, and pay them nothing, that's even better. In fact, they may be doing a calculation. Is it better to have a carbon-based creature called a human slave or a silicon-based creature? In some situations, it's probably better. Better uh, The Chinese elites may be thinking just have uh, a bunch of carbon-based creatures. But at the end of the day, the issue is people are getting in revenue, they have expenses, and they want to maximize profit. So the elites, if they are looking at their business holdings, which is the planet Earth, and they could say, wow, we could make a lot more capital, more profit, have incredibly more power, more control by, let's say, eliminating some of the population, which means 
eliminating expenses, they'll do that. But if you don't see it in this larger context, you're going to get lost in these little conspiracy theories, and we won't talk about what we need to do. The bottom line is, it is what, what we need to do. And history shows there is a struggle. It has been a long struggle of freedom versus slavery. And in 2021, in the 21st century, the elites who are exercising power, profit, and control have learned something at the elite institutions called the science of systems. They understand the interconnections. Many of you know this stuff did not just occur overnight. This has been something that's been planned for 50, 60, 100 years. And those elites who plan that understand the science of systems. And if the goal is, if, is our goal to simply talk about how we're being screwed? Is our goal simply to talk about these Rothschilds and the Illuminati and the family? It's interesting. You could talk about it all day long. My interest is, what can we do to get truth, freedom, and health? And what history shows us, it's about galvanizing a movement. And it's about breaking with these political systems of left and right. And if that's what the goal is, then we should really focus on that. And in order to do that, first of all, we need to understand the science of systems. Then we need to organize people locally. And then we need to get activated beyond, far beyond looking to Trump or Biden or any of these fools. Because if you're still in that world, it's you're sort of in the kindergarten of politics. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I completely agree with everything you're saying. Thank you for showing us the WWE. My question is, I've heard you talk about the outdated two-box model of the immune system. Could the updated model of the immune system using cytosol and just natural compounds, could that replace the outdated current model? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Great question. So the question is, could the, some of you may know, I've been talking about sharing for many, many years, um, a talk that I gave at the National Science Foundation on the modern theory of the immune system. In fact, John, it's still up there, right? By the way, very quick, quick commercial break. Those of you, if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, let me just go there. Um, I just got a bunch of text for, to share this. If you, if people go to truthfreedomhealth.com, let me go there right here. Uh, share. Okay. I got to go over here. Yeah. So if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, um, we want to encourage, look, my goal here is to get as many of you starting to really get trained in the science of systems and how do we build a movement. But if, but if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, you will see that you can sign up for a very, very small contribution. We want to make it really accessible. Um, we give a ton of gifts to everyone to really learn. But two of the gifts that we're offering by the end of December 31st is one of the reports that I did many years ago called the modern theory of the immune system. And that's what the previous caller was talking about. But what I want to talk about that is, so the old model of the immune system was you had the innate immune system, the stuff that faces the outer world, and then we have the adaptive immune system, the, the, the part of the immune system which creates antibodies. So it was just this two, um, hello, Dr. Shiva speaking. Hold on one second. I'm just answering the previous caller's question. If you can hold, please. Okay. Thank you. So that two body or two box model of the immune system dates back to 1915. And what that model of the immune system informs us is that when a virus comes to you, and by the way, we have 6 trillion cells, human cells, 
we have about 60 trillion bacteria and about 360 trillion viruses in our own body, okay? We're actually a walking jungle. So what the old model of the immune system informed us was that the way you build immunity is you have to produce antibodies. Antibodies are targeted proteins whose goal is to go and attack a targeted antigen. An antigen could be a virus, a bacteria, pathogens that come into you. So when a pathogen comes into you, the first part of the immune system called the innate immune system would attempt to take it out using a marine force, people that sort of just shoot everywhere. And then the other part of your immune system was Navy or let's say sharpshooters, which would produce a particular antibody, okay? What the previous caller was saying was there is, I've shared with you over the last, since 1915, science has advanced and we have a much more profound, deeper understanding of the immune system, which is what I uh, published and I shared at the National Science Foundation, which is not only do you have these two boxes, but you also have a whole nother subsystem called your gut microbiome. You know, all those amazing bacteria in your gut and all throughout your body, it's called your microbiome in your mouth and also the virome. And we're only starting to understand this. And the gut bacteria, which is connected through the, you know, uh, through your gut brain axis to your neural system, uh, your brain and your gut are very closely connected, form another important part of your immune system. Also something, uh, another part is called the interferon system. So we have these many, many different parts. Cytosol, we've modeled all of this. We've shared a lot of information about this. This model of the immune system, Biden knows nothing about, Trump knows nothing about, and Fauci, if he surely knows anything about it, um, will never share it because it outdates the concept of just giving someone a jab, okay? What the emergent model, the systems immunology model of the immune system informs us, it's about really boosting the immune system on many, many different levels. And none of this discourse has yet to take place in the mainstream media. In fact, if you talk about boosting immunity, people turn you off, which is crazy, okay? But you can think about, you have your adaptive, your innate immune system. Well, there's many, many things you can use to support that, okay? But if you think about the fundamental things that affect your immune system, first of all, vitamin D3, very, very important. And it's not just me. In fact, we did the first videos talking about this. Vitamin D3 is essential, whether you're black or white, brown or yellow, essential to immune health. Because vitamin D3 actually creates what are called catholicidin antimicrobial proteins. So when you get sunlight, your body will create vitamin D3. That creates what are called CAMPS. These catholicidin antimicrobial proteins are like literally bullets that blow up the cell walls of viruses. So vitamin D3, sunshine, extremely important if you can get it. And by the way, if you are white colored skin, you need about 15 minutes of sunshine. If you're dark like me or even darker, you need about you know 75 minutes to sometimes two hours. So what people are doing, telling dark people to stay indoors during a pandemic is sort of crazy. It's basically sending them to a death sentence, okay? But vitamin D3. The other thing that's important about the immune system is understanding your inflammatory levels. CRP levels, right? You can figure out if you have high inflammation going on, you want to figure out a way to lower that inflammation. Stress levels, cortisol. So your gut microbiome. So there's probably five or six factors. And one of the things we may do as a movement 
I'm thinking of publishing little booklets everyone can use. In fact, we can probably go door to door if you guys are interested in this, educate our neighbors about what we can do in very simple ways to support our immune system. In March of 2020, I wrote a letter to Trump saying, don't shut down the entire economy, break it up into four groups. Some people who have COVID, give them this treatment of vitamin A and vitamin D. Those people are in maintenance modes, give them this. He didn't do anything about it. But we do know that nutritional deficiencies are totally related to immune health, okay? Stress, sleep, all very, very important. Depression and anxiety destroy your immune health. And if you can think about what the protocol that Fauci and Trump and Biden have implemented, everything they're doing is anti-immune health. So yes, um, to answer, the, so in summary, one of the things I'm thinking about doing, if you guys think it's a good idea, I will publish a little booklet out there that right, one of the important things is what you find out about the immune system is right when you feel your body getting ill, sick, you have to be in, you have to be in touch with your body. If you do certain things, you can really beef up your immune system. And I'll publish what I do if you guys want online that is based on research. But we'll definitely do that. Go ahead. I'm sorry about that. Next caller. I'm on. Go ahead. Where are you from? Uh, I'm James from uh, Illinois. Hey, James. How are you? Go ahead. I'm doing well. All right. Uh, pretty much a two-part question, but since the PCR test is about to be discontinued on the 31st of this month, what metric do you think they're going to use to be able to manipulate case numbers? And to follow up on that, if uh, the NFL recently put out something that says they've determined that they haven't come up with with any science that shows asymptomatic people are responsible for the spread that's going on in the league. So if it took them two years to figure it out that healthy people who have no symptoms don't spread disease, how is this not a bigger thing? You know, what the level of metacide in people that doesn't let them realize that there was never any science that showed that healthy people needed to be locked down. So how do they not realize, wait a minute, how do you guys just figure, how are you just figuring this out after two years that healthy people are not spreading disease? Can you comment on that? Yeah, I think I think you ask a great question. Look, um, I think you remember, right? I don't know if you've been following me back in March of 2020, I wrote a letter to Trump. Do you remember that? In, I think so. Yeah, in that letter, I, I called the need for immune health and economic health. I said, there's no reason to shut down the economy. Put people into four groups, right? Group one are people who are really sick, right? Look, just to let everyone know, people, if you're sick and you're getting sick, what should you do? It's grandma's recipe, right? Isolate yourself, get some rest, stay at home, right? Number one. It, and, 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 you know, get proper nutrition. So group one people who are, let's say, have COVID and they're sick, what I said was, you know, quarantine yourself, take vitamin D3, 50,000 IUs for two days, and take vitamin A, 100,000 IUs for two days. Now, both of those are protocols that have been used for at least 100 years for infectious disease control, okay? Then the second group I said was those people who have, um, you know, who are deathly ill, and in an ICU, you should do both those things, and you should take about 100 grams of vitamin C IV dripped. Because again, that's a protocol that's been used in ICUs, in emergency rooms, to have very powerful effect to control the cytokine storm. And then the third group of people, let's say, um, you know, who have pre-existing conditions, you should definitely do the previous two and then beef up on your, and, and the, the protocol's out there, you can find it. And those people are in maintenance mode, get your vitamin D C. Now, the point that you're bringing up is a very important one because 
asymptomatic people, we knew this, right? For two years, right? They're not exactly. spreading it. So that's why I say, follow the money, power, profit, and control. Those people in power don't give a damn about you or me. It's about slavery. It's about having as much as they can for themselves. And based on those two premises, they use the media, they use quote unquote scientists and academics to create whatever freaking narrative they want. Because what we've done is you control freedom, which is what the domestic censorship infrastructure that's created where government and big, big tech are one right now. And this is why my lawsuit was censored because the judge didn't want to touch this, which we showed. What we've shown is that when, when you control freedom, you basically control discourse and you control science. 99% of the scientists in the biological sciences in the, in the world today are whores, they're prostitutes. There's nothing else more to say. Let me repeat that again. 99% of the scientists who work in major institutions in this world, Harvard, MIT, et cetera, are a bunch of prostitutes on every level, be it climate science. By the way, there's no field called climate science. It's a made up field, be it in biological sciences, because it's all pay to play. Because most of academia over the last 50 to 70 years has become such that only the lemmings get in. All the brilliant people don't even want to be in academia because they don't really get to do great research anymore. So you suppress freedom, you control science, and then you control health. That's why our movement, Truth, Freedom, and Health, what we're saying is we have to hit all of these three things at once. You have to take a systems approach. But you're absolutely right. Go ahead. You had another comment. Yeah. Like, well, what are they going to use now? If the PCR test can't be used anymore after the 31st, then what are they going to use to control case numbers? I mean, how? Because that's what they're using right now. They're just saying, well, well it, the case numbers, this, that. how do they, how they well, going to say? I think you if know, you look at what they've done, it's been a very methodical process, right? So phase one, if you look at it, was to create this thing called a quote-unquote pandemic, right? Right. And we have to understand that this quote-unquote pandemic came right at the heels of 22 major, 22 country people, working people in all over the world who were protesting. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. All over the world, there were massive millions of people on the street, and they knew those protests were going to hit the United States. So same thing in the Spanish flu. If you go look at the Spanish flu, it's not it, it, it's quite coincidental that in the 1900s, when people all over the world were rising up, suddenly this quote unquote Spanish flu pandemic shows up. And that's no reason that the same thing occurs now. And that, so the first phase was to create this quote unquote pandemic. The second phase was to put fear, uncertainty and doubt in everyone, right? And as a part of that, they manipulated these numbers with the testing, et cetera. Kerry Mullis, as you know, who created the PCR test, and I spoke to him many, many years ago, brilliant guy, you know, uh, next to me, I think he was the first guy to attack Fauci viciously. And the point is that the PCR test is not even a test that you should even use for this, okay? It was never intended for something like this. But using that, they've gotten to the second phase, which is, and, and, and this is why they needed Trump. You see, they needed Trump to convince the other half of the US population who they thought was following him. The good news is 75% of those people actually aren't following Trump. And this is very good news. The quote unquote Trumpers are ahead of Trump, okay? Um, so the second phase was to start issuing the mandates and the vaccine passports, right? And make everyone compliant. So I don't even think they're gonna even need to do any more testing. You see what I'm saying? It's just okay. gonna be modus operandi, right? 
because they are now pressuring businesses to essentially say, we're going to shut you down. And they've gotten a set of the population doing the police work for them. So you bring up very good points. I, I think that's why the good, let me tell you what the good news is. What percentage of the U.S. population is registered to vote? Do you know what it, what it is? I'm not sure. Well, if you look at it, if you take, like in Massachusetts, 6.7 million people, okay, 5.2 million people are eligible to vote. Only out of the eligible people, 4.2 million are registered to vote. That means 20% of the U.S. public knows the elections are all bullshit. They don't even bother to register to vote. To me, that's good news, okay? Pretty smart people. Then out of the remaining in Massachusetts, again, the 4.2 million people that are registered, but only half of them vote, 2.2 million people. So if you look at the U.S. population, out of the people that are registered to vote, if you say, let's say there's 200 million people, right? Only half of them even vote. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So we have a, a large number of this country which knows these elections are full of shit. And our work, you know, as we showed here, the elections are selections. Trump was a selection. Obama was a selection. Biden is a selection. This is all good news in my view because we have a huge opportunity sitting in front of us right now is to mobilize people bottoms up. You see what I'm saying? We need to recognize it's through non-compliance is how we get anything we want. When Rosa Parks got on the bus, she didn't say I'm not gonna get on the bus, right? She got on the bus, but she didn't go to the back of the bus. You see what I'm saying? So it is time that we recognize that power is in people organizing, working people uniting. Imagine if you know half of the military doesn't show up to work. Half of the nurses don't show up. You don't even need half. You only need 20%. And that is why we need to build a movement. And a lot of people have been bamboozled by uh, Bernie Sanders and uh, Donald Trump. You know, they use the word movement. But that's why, you know, when we say truth, freedom and health, People need to study what a movement is. And that educational plan is what we put together. We need to create a community of people independent of big tech and people need to get on the ground and get active. The more that we get on the ground, we're, you know, this weekend on December 31st, you're gonna see us in Massachusetts be out on the streets with truth, freedom and health banners. We need to go talk to our fellow neighbors. We need to stop listening to this idiot Tucker Carlson. He's an opportunist Maximus, you know? All these grifters, we got to stop listening to. We got to listen to ourselves, and people need to build a bottoms-up movement. That's what needs to be done. Everything else. Point, what's that? Like one last point, and I know you've been giving me a lot of time. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate because I, I listen to you and I follow you, so we can talk about a, a ground movement. You know, so I'll I'll talk to people in general without really trying to push them in a certain direction and try to give them information to let them know about you know what's really going on. So people who who understand or who decided who have not, who don't want to you know, take the shot, that's their choice. So you don't really have to focus on them, those people as much. But the people who already have tend to not want to hear what you're talking about, no matter how much you know, truth or, positive or information that you're John, you want to bring them. up the dialectic once, chart, have it ready. Once they, once they already have decided, I've already taken it, they don't want to listen to anything else that goes against that may show that maybe I didn't make the right decision. It's not about making the right decision. It's about whether you made a decision that was an informed decision. And if they feel like, well, it's too late, I've already done it, I don't wanna hear anything else about it. How do you deal with those people? Right yeah, there? so you're, 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 you're yeah, you're, you're asking, I would say the best question of the day, okay? So 
what we're talking about is, look, when we talk about the jab and when we talk about censorship that's taking place, when we talk about all these mandates, I just want people to listen to this very carefully. You're asking a great question. People are, after many, many years waking up, the jab, the mandates, the censorship is, we're like, um, you ever watch like one of those action adventure movies? And and you, you, you watch, like, imagine you tuned into the movie like, a little bit halfway through, right? Like when all the disasters taking place, right? Okay. It's like we're tuning in then and we're like, oh, what the hell's going on, right? We have to unwind this and understand that since 1970, there's been a brutal attack on working people, okay? In 19, between 1940 to 1970, the economy, for example, the United States, the GDP grew and everyone's wages grew. The elites didn't like that. Starting in 1970, the left and the right got together and if you go study the economics of this since 1970 to today, okay, and you can look at this globally, this is not only in the United States, the wages of working people have actually been transferred to the super elite. So when these super elite people, be it the Republicans or the Democrats, talk about you know socialism, one is for socialism, one is again, I can tell you this, we've had socialism for the elites. In the United States alone, $50,000 per year, sorry, $70,000 per year in wages per year since 1970 has been transferred to the upper elites. That's close to $50 trillion. That's a RAND report that just came out last year. Okay. So it's okay. the attack on working people. Okay. So think about working people as like the modern wage slaves, right? So the elites have been brutalizing them year over year over year since 1970. Okay. Now, the jab and the masks and the mandates, you know what they are? They're part of the end of a long process of power, profit, and control. Because what these, what, what the elites are basically saying is, I own you. You're going to be my slave. See what I'm saying? And the modern slavery is not in physical chains, right? Not through keeping you on a plantation, but through digital slavery, right? Through control mechanisms. Like, if you don't do this you won't have a job, okay? If you don't do this, right? I mean, it's, it's like the company store, right? You have to get the jab from the company store to stay on the, on the plantation. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So we have to understand that the jab, John, do you have that? So let me just show you something. Can you show it, John? Yeah, one second. So one of the things we teach in our course is, if you think about it this way, the people who have, who didn't get the jab, okay, they're at a certain level of consciousness, okay? One of the things we need to understand is that there are a lot of people like, I, you know, I know a, a single mother, she's got three kids, right? She said, you know, Dr. Shiva, I had to do it. Otherwise, I'm not going to have any money, right? So we have to be very, very compassionate about this. This is really an attack on working people. Do you see what I'm saying? We can't get lost in this vax, anti-vax model. It's not about vax, anti-vax. It's not about pro-mask, anti-vax anti-mask, right? And so one of the things, I don't know if you can see this chart I just put up. Let me just bring it up full screen here. What you see in this chart is one of the things we teach in our course, John, can you just zoom in a little bit? Yeah. Is we teach people to look beyond the dialectic, okay? So if you look at jobs and wages, or if you look at racism, if you look at masks, if you look at vaccines, if you look at, uh, yeah, if you look at elections, if you look at censorship, right? Everyone, any one of those six issues, you can have a conversation with your neighbor. And what you'll in invariably find is you may find 
people on two different sides. One people could be on this wages. Hey, I'm pro-union. I'm anti-union. You follow what I'm saying? Some people could be, um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Some people could be, you know, uh, uh, racism doesn't exist. Other people say racism does exist. Some people say I'm pro-mask, I'm anti-mask, pro-vax, anti-vax. You know, I'm, you know, uh, there is no election fraud. Yes, there is, right? And this is a world we're in. I'm pro-big tech. I believe Facebook should shut down people and anti-big tech. That's what I call the dialectic, the division that the elites have created among working people, okay? Right. Now, now you could go have a, let's take the vax issue. You could go have a conversation with your friend who said, oh, I'm going to get the vax. It's fear. You know, we're all going to get it. And you could be, hey, I'm not doing it. You know, I studied da, 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 right? In a situation okay. like that, you could both have an argument, right? In the case of masks, for example, I've, you know, we could take a systems approach. A systems approach says, okay, look, you choose to wear the mask. I don't. But systems theory teaches me that when I put on a mask, the mouth is interconnected to my whole body, right? And when I wear that mask, then I'm affecting the pH balance in my mouth. That will cause gut back a certain mouth bacteria to grow, which will lead to periodontal disease. Periodontal disease is closely correlated to cardiovascular disease, et cetera, right? So on any one of those issues, our movement is educating people to move beyond left and right to a systems approach, okay? Now, people may not even get that. So the third level that you can move people to is to say, okay, you choose to get a vaccine and I don't. Okay, fine. Okay. However, we can probably both agree that we both care about our children's public health. Agreed? That's a third layer of common understanding. That's where I call the real problem, moving beyond the left and the right. You follow what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, so the establishment wants us to be fighting, man. They want us to really not talk. They, they give us a fake racism. They give us a fake sense of public health. But I'm sure if you talk to your neighbor who got the jab or and you didn't, you both agree, hey, we care about our children's uh, public health, right? Or yes. you, you can say, hey, you support unions and I don't, or you, you believe racism exists, I don't, but don't we all care about workers' rights? Sure. Same thing with elections. Don't we all care about fair and transparent elections? Don't we all care about basic freedom? So if you can bring someone to that third level, okay, we are now able to have a conversation beyond the dialectic, beyond this black and white, left and right nonsense. You say? Yeah, that's what I've been trying to do. And the only thing, and, I, and I'm, I'm with you all the way, but the, the elites have made it so people look at you like you're not an expert. And people look at you like, I hear what you're saying. And, but they, they, they hear this trust, the science pops in their head. And, and I, like I said, I follow you and I follow a lot of doctors. And I've been following this for the past roughly two years to know what I'm talking about when I tell people exactly what you just told me. And then they'll say, well, you're not, you're not an expert. I'm going to trust well, the experts. Well, well, this is the scientists. So, so you just <laughs> brought, so one of the things we want to do is that's why we say get educated, be enslaved. What, look. I spent 50 years of my life studying this. My goal is to educate you and for you to feel the confidence that you're understanding system science. 99% of the doctors, MDs, know shit about the immune system. I'm sorry. They didn't study it. It's not their fault because their educational model was a big pharma model. Um, I have a lot of doctors in my family. They don't know anything about the immune system. I mean, in four years, are you telling me a... 20-year-old kid, right? So uh, uh, people enter when they're 20 years, is going to learn the immune? No, they may maybe get 10 hours, but they don't understand the body as a system. Western medicine 
was created based on a siloed view of the human body, right? So one week they study the heart, another week they study the kidneys, right? Now they don't study the body as a system. So the point is we have to feel some empathy for these frankly dumb doctors. Um, I had a Harvard Medical School head of a department. He came to me, he goes, you know, um, I'm a Harvard Medical School doctor. I'm the head of, I said, you don't know shit about the immune system. And I had to, and I said it in that way because I wanted to poke at his ego, you see? And once you understand the immune system, they can't refute it. It's an interconnected system of systems. So my intention here is, Take this MIT knowledge that I've gotten, take the engineering systems knowledge and to educate enough of you so you can challenge these guys. Because I can tell you without equivocation, 99% of doctors do not understand the immune system. They didn't study it as a system. So what we are creating is we're creating an educational course, an educational program, so you guys can actually be warrior scholars. And it starts with the understanding of system science. About 8,000 people in the world know this. And look, I've put many doctors through our systems health program, okay? And the few that take it are very, very appreciative. So you shouldn't feel less of it because you're learning systems understanding. And in fact, this diagram is a systems understanding. Because if you can move people to a real problem, which is public health, then you can say, okay, we both agree. Okay, you think a mask or a vaccine is gonna lead to public health? but let me share with you history. And then you can share with them what occurred in the 1900s. It was infrastructure that yielded public health. And in the modern world, it's the right medicine for the right person at the right time. And by the way, this is what modern science is revealing right now. It's called personalized and precision medicine. Everyone should just type this in. Even the NIH knows this. So these people don't even follow what they're saying. So if you just follow that middle part through, we all want public health. Well, let's talk about infrastructure. Let's talk about Flint, Michigan, right? Let's talk about how much lead is in our water, right? right let's right. talk. So if you care about public health, please wear your, get your vaccine, wear your mask. But I really care about public health. That's what you should tell them. Let's talk about why 35% of our kids are obese. Let's talk about how diabetes affects the immune system. So I think our movement is really about educating these people. I'm sorry. I met with Trump, nice guy, he gave me a bunch of gifts, right? Thinks I'm great, but the guy doesn't know shit about anything. He doesn't. He was brought up with a silver spoon, right? Banging a lot of people here and there, right? What does he know? What does Biden know? You know, the Chinese, go look at the Chinese government. Their politicians are engineers, scientists, okay? Our politicians are a bunch of dopes. So therefore, they rely on experts. Well, those experts are, are bought and paid for by big corporations. So these politicians can't make any decisions at all. So that's why it's important to understand that our citizenry needs to get educated. So you shouldn't feel like you, you're any less because the knowledge... Oh, yeah, so you should. Just, you, you, yeah, and, and that's why I invite people to an open forum that we have um, and stand your ground. And I will continue to do as best as I can in our movements now training other leaders. But we need to recognize that when you take a systems approach, you understand the interconnection. So even in this diagram, right, we ultimately realize from a systems approach, we need infrastructure and personalized medicine to get to public health. And the only way we're going to get that is to building a movement because the elites aren't going to give us that.
But thank you. Great questions. Okay. All right. Let's take it. It's, it's 452. Uh, we've been at this for about what? Two hours, John? Okay. Let me go back to, so let's take, uh, I think that was our last question. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, I just want to say this, I hope this was valuable. We had a lot of people on here, but everyone, listen, this is not about you loving Trump or me who liked him, whether I like him or not, or whether we like Biden or not, or whether we think Biden's a dope. Um, these are all theater. What we really want to talk about is a situation we're in today. When you really look at the conditions of working people today, globally, massive, massive amount of annihilation of freedoms, number one. Number two, okay, someone else is calling in. Clearwater, Florida. Go ahead. You're going to be the last person. Go ahead. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi. Good, good. Thank you. Huh? Yeah. Yep, go ahead. Hi, uh, Dr. Shiva. Yes, go ahead. You're, you're live. What's your question and your comment? Oh, okay, great. Uh, this is Milo G here. I'm actually in Switzerland using a U.S. number, and I've been a very, a very big fan of yours. Oh, thank you. Uh, for a long time, I I wanted to basically congratulate you on your uh, kind of way to teaching people how to use vitamin D3 and, and vitamin A. I have been experiencing this myself. And uh, a friend of mine who actually took your advice out of the letter uh, used this vitamin A and vitamin D3 protocols. And he never got COVID. He never got COVID-19 for more than two years. He's working all over Europe, meeting a lot of people and traveling a lot of countries. Never, never, maybe got, uh, got probably meet, met the virus, but was able to uh, conquer it and never actually got sick. Unfortunately, in the beginning, I did not follow your advice and I did not follow the vitamin D and I didn't check my vitamin D3 levels. So I got the disease with a double pneumonia, but I was able to get out of it. Later, later started using, raised my vitamin D3 levels. So right now with the new variants, I am very resilient without even uh, being vaccinated. I have a lot of people around me with Triple vaccines, triple booster shots and all that stuff went went through the disease again and again. And uh, I think this, uh, so to speak, building a natural immunity works. And basically, this is my point. This is the reason I called up that I I really have a friend of mine, living witness, who, who is working out there day and night. I see. Meeting thousands of people. Uh, hundreds of people a day uh, traveling, maybe over 12 European countries, never got sick. But he yeah. was taking 52,000 units of vitamin D3 every week for a year. Yeah, so so you're bringing up, look, back in, I think, 2019, I put this out there, right? And yeah. so just think about it. I, I think you're bringing up, look, we got to look at the body as an engineering system, Okay. And this is why I'm a big yes. viewer that we need to teach people system science all the way in the kindergarten level. And system science teaches people how to look at things as a system. You look at it very, very rationally. More people take care of their cars and their pets better than they do of themselves. And sure. it's really unfortunate, right? People buy a car and they'll really take care of it. But the most important possession you have is your body. Just think about it. The most important possession you have in the world is your own body. 
And there is a systems way to understand the body. One of the things we, John, John before we end, uh, I want all of you listening, the best thing you can do for you and for a movement is to go to truthfreedomhealth.com, learn the science of systems. Are you, did you take the warrior course? If you haven't, you got to take uh, it. I haven't taken the warrior course yet, but I I donated to the site and I'm on a basic level, but I will do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will definitely. Yeah. So, so what is to be done is what I, because you're, look, the reason I'm able to articulate this is because I've spent my whole life studying all sorts of engineering systems. The body is one of the most amazing systems, okay? And it's only been in the last 18 years, modern Western science has really started to want to interconnect the body as a system. Eastern science has understood this for thousands of years. Western medicine okay. is really, really good if you happen to get your head, your arm you know, blown off or something, right? And you got to do microsurgery, right? Or you're in a crisis yeah. situation but it doesn't know shit about the body as a system, okay? And big pharma fundamentally is racist, real racist. What I mean racist is that if you go to many of the big pharma's websites, they'll talk about inclusivity, diversity, how they care about black people, brown people, but yet they have no reverence for traditional systems of medicine, you say? It is, there's a yep. reason when you bring up vitamin D3 that most every ancient culture on the planet you know, bow down to the sun, right? Sure. Because the sun is the one that gave you vitamin D3. And vitamin right. D3 powers everything. So right. it, it is the sun that is critical, okay? So you can go back to simple right. basics. So when I did that video, I think it got like 10, 20 million views. And then um, the YouTube jackasses took it down, okay? Because, and by the way, Fauci takes vitamin D3. The heads of Google take vitamin D3, all of them, or they're hanging out in their beautiful St. Bart's villas, right? Where they're getting all the sunshine they need, but they want to yeah, deny yeah. everyday working people vitamin D3. So you have to recognize that when you start understanding the body as a system, it's just common sense, vitamin D3, okay? Why is vitamin D3 yeah. important? It's literally like bullets that blow up the cell walls of viruses. Why is yes. vitamin A important? It creates the structure that protects yourself. So you're wearing it. It's like you're going out in the cold. First, you put on one layer, another layer. You see, you're protecting yourself. And yep. if you look at the history of the germ theory of viruses, for, un for, for, for an unfortunate whatever reason, Western medicine has always tried to blame a virus for something, okay? So yep. when it was, you know, um, people were getting pellagra, right? This horrible skin disease. They bl they blamed Italians, right? They're bringing in germs into this country. Well, it was essentially a deficiency in vitamin B3, okay? And then yeah. when people were getting, you know, scurvy, their teeth were falling out, right? The sailors, they blamed hygiene conditions. Well, it wasn't, it was vitamin C. Then people started using Lyme. Many, many yeah. diseases are because of inadequate nutrition. In India, where I grew up, I grew up in what's called, quote unquote, lower caste, right? The elites mm -hmm. used to say my people were stupid, okay? Well, some guy figured out, wait a minute, they're not stupid. They don't get enough protein, okay? So he demanded people start getting proper protein school lunches. And in one generation, you see all these people excelling. But people cannot put down the power of nutrition. You are what you eat. So, yep. but I don't see Trump or Biden or any of these fools even talking about that. That's what's so, no, that's no, what's so freaking criminal, right? These people are absolute criminals. 
That's why anyone who has any illusions of Trump or Biden anymore, forget they're nice guys. They may be nice guys. Yeah, yeah you can probably go play uh, golf with Trump. He may cheat on you. Maybe you can go hang out with Biden and he may sniff, sniff you, but that's not the issue. These people are just yeah. actors. And it's time people I have donated. I donated money to Trump, but right now I'm not a supporter anymore. I I withdrew uh, a long time ago. What? Yeah, you I know? donated too. You know, I donated yeah, but... too. But I I think the in, in closing you bring up anyway. Th I'm I'm glad your friend got well. You know, I'll I'll share the protocol again. A lot of people took the protocol that I did. A guy called Zelenko and others package and started selling yeah. it. Yeah. So that's yeah. all. That's okay, uh, but. Can I say something else before yep, let's, I leave? Yep, we got Did one minute. I raised my vitamin D3 levels, and I'm getting vitamin A. My girlfriend just got infected. She she got positive PCR. I was in, I was in contact with her, and now past even a very very much like three weeks already passed. Nothing is happening to me. Nothing is happening to me, and I, and I continue taking quercetin, D3, and, and A. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I think I, I built my immune system up to the point that it's able to be resilient to any any kind of a variant of the virus. Uh, and, and basically, I can say that uh, as a fact, if this was happened probably last year, I probably would have been taken down again. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think you bring up, look, everyone listening, you can take your position on this issue. But most importantly, we need to recognize that working people need to unite. We need to help each other and educate people from a systems approach. Number two, when it comes yep. to health, you know, you need to make sure you're getting proper sun, vitamin D3. You need to make sure you're eating the proper, the green, you know, the dark leafy vegetables. And you need to make sure your thyroid is working well so you get vitamin A. And if you're not, take the vitamin A palmitate. Again, check with your quote unquote doctor, okay? Or be your own doctor. Number sure. three, number three, the quercetin, Q-U-E-R-E-C-T-I-N, which is literally comes from the skin of fruits and vegetables. When you combine that with zinc, the zinc is able to go annihilate a viral replication. Another thing you may want to include is vitamin C. These are just yeah, found. I'm taking all that. Let me tell you, I'm taking quercetin. Yeah. I'm taking zinc. I'm taking D3 with uh, K2 and A. Yep, that's good. That's good. And and the other thing is really to remember that you need to get, you know, adequate amount of sleep and you need to reduce stress. You know, I may start doing as a part of the next show, John, maybe we'll just do a talk on meditation, right? Um, et cetera. But there are things. But anyway, thank you very much. I'm glad your friend's doing well. I'm glad. Thank you very okay, much. Be well. be well and be the light. Thank you. Thank you. Be the light. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. So we're going to wrap it up, but I hope this was valuable. I want all of you to go become truth, freedom, and health warriors. Don't do it for me. Do it for you because we need to build a movement. We need to let go of these dumbass politicians. I don't care how nice they are. That's not how we're going to win. If you look at the conditions of working people today globally, wherever you are in the world, if you look at whether we talk to our movement people in Australia, whether we talk to people in Africa, whether we talk to people in Asia or Europe, or South America, the conditions are the same. The elites have destroyed infrastructure because it is infrastructure which ultimately gives public health. And they ultimately do not want to talk about anything about health. They want to just talk about a jab, a jab, a jab, a jab. If they put as much attention to talking about the jab as they did into talking about public health, we'd have profound, profoundly 
uh, very, very healthy people, probably more healthy people, more innovation, but they're probably not doing this because they're afraid that they're going to lose power. Okay. They do not want power to the people. They want power unto themselves. So let's build a movement for truth, freedom, and health. This is about you fighting for you. But in order for you to fight for you, you need to understand the science of systems so you don't get fooled by the grifters, by the Robert Kennedys who writes a book here and there, ripping off my stuff, waiting to watch which way the wind blows. You know, pro-vax guy, supports Hillary Clinton, grifters like Candace Owens. I'm tired of all these people. You deserve much better. You deserve for you to get educated. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Do it for you. It's taken me a long time to put all this together so you don't need to go to MIT and waste your time, uh, you know, years doing that. But we need to build a movement, a bottoms up movement for truth, freedom and health. Anything else, John? Uh, do you want me to play the Warrior Scholar video? Yeah, so John's going to end with playing the Warrior Scholar video. Um, and by the way, anyone of you who signs up before the end of this year, um, I'm also giving two research papers I did on masks that you can share with your friends and also on the modern immune system. So, John, before, why don't you play it and also point the Instagram camera? Go ahead, John. Thank you, everyone. Happy. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides this truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others, growth, and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archive lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is the science of everything that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern 
Eastern Systems of Medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One of them is the VA Shiva Forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva Social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva Social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health Warrior scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. Powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes, and text, allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. All right, everyone, I hope you have a good day and I hope you take advantage of the Truth, Freedom and Health program, but more importantly, interconnect with others and let's build this bottoms up movement. Thank you, be well.